welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host, and I love this venue because we get to hear about the things that matter the most to us here at DHG, flexibility, careers, and of course, stories about our people. As we celebrate Women's History Month here at DHG, we're doing a four-part Path to Partner series featuring inspirational interviews with some of our most esteemed female partners. We selected partners at various stages in their career to provide perspective and insight into their own career path and advice of things they've learned along the way. Joining me today is Nikki Yarborough. I've had the privilege of working with Nikki for about eight years or so, I think. We worked together to get women forward, our women's effort off the ground, and I'm currently enjoying working with her and others through our Inclusion and Diversity Council. Nikki was co-chair of Women Forward for several years, and this program has been really successful at DHG, and we decided that we needed to expand to have an inclusion and diversity council. And Nikki was the natural fit to lead this group. She's a tax partner in our Raleigh office, and she represents a female leader who's, to making me sad, nearing the end of her career at DHG. So she has many years of of experience and great wisdom. And Nikki, you're someone who I consider a role model, and it's truly an honor to have you here with us today on the Life at DHG podcast. Welcome, Nikki. Well, thank you so much, Alice Gray. Now, you're going to start off making me tear up. (laughs) Sorry. uh, Talking about this subject matter just in general is just one of my passions, and and hopefully that's going to come through today. But if I do sound a little bit teary on the front end, it's that you've you've gotten me uh, going sentimentally. Um, Oh, sorry about that. that, that, That's fine. That's that's all part of the real experience, right? That's exactly right. And I think that that is why I do consider you a role model and someone that not just me, but a lot of people look up to. So I'm going to jump in here. As the leader of our Inclusion and Diversity Council, you are at the forefront of our strategy around IND. I realize it's a team effort, but you have just been so instrumental here. What are some of our key focus areas for the next few years? I know we've we've developed a strategic plan. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. It's my pleasure and such a privilege to be with you today, and I'm glad you mentioned the concept of team behind IND and our whole effort. This has been such a team sport, such a collaborative effort. You mentioned the eight years that we've worked together. Our IND council, our initial women forward council, Ethan, Nicole, Catherine Morris, Jill Benjamin, I could go on and on, Sarah Hemmings, so many people that have been so instrumental, all of our regional champions, local office champions, partner advocates. So a big thank you to everyone that has been part of this and just excited about continuing the journey. But big picture, let me just start off with our three A's. This is, in a nutshell, our mission and commitment. And our three A's stand for awareness, advocacy, and action. And we believe that by enhancing 
awareness, advocacy, and action, we are going to foster an inclusive environment that our people will be able to achieve incredible professional success and thereby best serving our clients. So with awareness, we're promoting learning experiences, modeling, understanding bias, our own and others, you know, bringing your great self to the table. Advocacy is really experiencing and connecting and influencing, standing up, I don't, you know, I say stand up, just don't lean in, stand up. (laughs) But the action part is, you know, celebrating in what we accomplish, leveraging and thriving in our differences, but just a lot of recognition and accountability for the great work that we're doing. We do have a three-year strategic focus that we are, we have at least one year under our belts. But just to give you a little bit of a heads up, the focus areas that we have spent time on and will continue to focus on are in the areas of implicit bias, understanding the impact on our teams and our processes and our decisions and automatic thinking and what that means and, again, understanding our own biases as well as being able to pick up on others because at the end of the day, we're seeking unity, we're seeking connection. Our common interest groups, something I'm just so excited about, we had our first CIG summit in December just a few weeks ago, and these are employee-driven groups around a common interest area. Women Forward being the largest and most successful to date, but we have a veterans group, we have working parents, elder care, and the African American Network, and there are more to come. So we are supporting these employee-driven groups around a common interest area so that people have the support and, and help that they need to deal with issues as they go through their life. We're also focusing on leadership behaviors. We want to define what a good IND leadership model looks like, and we want to be able to model those inclusive behaviors at every level of our organization. We're focusing on sponsorship, diversity recruiting, key partnerships, the recognition that we all have different personality and communication styles and taking advantage of DISC and other programs to make sure that we can understand our workplace preferences and, and again, achieve a more common unified group. And then we're tackling covering, which is something where we want to be able to bring our authentic selves to work. We don't want anybody to cover up who they are when they come in every day. It's just an energy drain. And so we're working on some programs to help with that. And more than anything, we're just encouraging curiosity to learn about others and yourself, again, to build unity. So in a nutshell, that's our three-year strategic focus, I could go on and on and on (laughs) and share about 30 different pages of how that plan is being rolled out. So many positive things have already happened. Incredible business imperative to do this, not just doing it for the, you know, right way because it's the right way to treat our people, but it's a huge business imperative. So that's obviously part of what we're tackling as well. But in a nutshell, hopefully that, that, gives you a good overview of what we're working on and what we're so excited about. I think that it's just amazing how far we've come, what we have mapped out. And I, every day, am honored to be part of this journey. And And I love how you, towards the end, talked about learning about yourself through this process. I've learned so much about myself just in general, learning about inclusion and diversity. So when I think about the work environment, I you know, 20 years, I've seen things change. 
I know you've seen a lot more changes. How has the work environment changed for women since when you first started until now? Well, as I think about that, Alice Gray, I think one of the most positive things I can say about what's changed in in the last 20 plus years is that we talk about it. We, We have open and more transparent dialogue about the challenges that women face in the workplace, and not only women, but all of our folks. So that leads us to better solutions when we can when we can talk about it. There's no cure-all, there's no magic wand, but I think it feels better and we get stronger if we have open dialogue. Mm. When I started out, I knew what I wanted to do. I, I probably was pretty naive at that point <laughs> about some of the roadblocks that I might encounter. But, you know, I navigated through it. I was flexible. I learned from what didn't go well, probably I learned more from what didn't go well than what did. But I built support, you know, throughout the whole process. But again, to me, what's really changing is that we are talking about it. We're not afraid to talk about it. We're not afraid to ask for help. And we're not afraid to be creative and think out of the box about what the solutions need to be. And we're partnering with folks at AICPA. We're listening to other CPA firms. Um, you know, just various interest groups and getting all this great information and sharing it. And that ultimately is a huge, huge positive. So, you know, some things have changed. That's the positive part. It never changes that it, it's, it's a great day just to have passion about what you do, have the gut instinct that you're on the right track and, and keep going for that journey, knowing that you're never finished. So, That's what I started with, and that's where I am today, and that's, you know, what I'll do in the next few years of my career before retirement. So open communication. Love it. That's the biggie. Love it. Love it. Love it. I think that so much of what we do begins with communication, and proud to be part of that here as well. So now let's look forward. What do you think that the professional looked like, again, in terms of women, in another 10 years? And Do you think that women will continue to face similar barriers that they do today? Well, I don't think that there's a magic wand, so I'll go ahead and admit that right now. I've recently attended the AICPA Global Women's Leadership Conference along with several members of our senior leadership team and other leaders in inclusion and diversity. And we heard stats there. You can read from various articles. It's going to take a while a long time for everything to be exactly the way we want it to be. So I don't want to be Pollyanna and be so optimistic that say we're going to have it all figured out and by next year's time everything's going to be great. But you know what? We're working on it. And and that the journey, you know, the old saying, it, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Yeah. We are making inroads. We're, we're making a lot of positive changes. But will there continue to be barriers and challenges? Sure. They may not be the very same ones that we face today, but I think that's just part of the, an evolving workforce. When I think about just even the accounting profession and how we're you know, having to change every day just in that, there will continue to be challenges. And I think I would be, it would be you know, wrong of me to, 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 to admit to anything else. Right. Um, again, I just think we've got to, you know, keep the path and and stay on the right path and and keep trying for what we're trying to accomplish. I totally agree. And I mean, I think that you're right. There'll always be barriers. It's just going to be how we are able to 
address the barriers. And as you very well pointed out, part of it's having an open conversation that enables us the opportunity to step up and overcome the barriers. I do believe one thing that is really going in our favor, though, is that as we have more diverse clients, there is a true business imperative to get this right. Mm -hmm. And so we have that wind going in our direction we have a lot of awareness of this issue, and, and I think that that hopefully is going to help us get there quicker. Absolutely. So before we close, I think I would be remiss not to ask you to share some of your wisdom with us. So for aspiring leaders in the firm, and this is male and female, how can they fine-tune their leadership skills to help propel them to the next level? Well, let me give you my couple cents worth on this. I, over the last few weeks, again, from attending the AICPA Women's Conference and just having an IND council meeting and being part of so many wonderful conversations, I came up with a list. They're not necessarily chronological or somewhat in a little bit of a random order, but when I thought back to everything I've learned and what I'm still learning, these are the things that stand out to me in my own career that have been very important, and I'll throw out there, and people can see what works for them. But number one, enjoy the journey. I have a paperweight on my desk that says, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And I keep that in front of me in my brain and on my desk every day. So I think it's important to know why you're amazing, own it, be brave, be willing to write your own script, be authentic and flexible, be willing to say yes, and be willing to say yes when it means going out of your comfort zone. But be empathetic and have fun, look for unity, build connection, open the door for others. That's just so important that we grow our people. Play to your strengths, but certainly be open to constructive feedback because that's where you really learn a lot. Grow your people. Give them feedback and be willing to mentor and sponsor when you have an opportunity. I think it's important to listen, to be curious, to try and understand yourself, your own biases and others, other people that have biases. It just helps build that community, build that connection. Obviously, being a great role model, modeling IND behaviors in the areas of discomfort, that's where some of the growth opportunities really occur. One of the women at the AICPA conference, and I apologize, I don't think that she knew the author of this quote. It was funny, though. It came up on Facebook today. Smooth seas don't make skilled sailors. And so, again, just emphasizing mm-hmm. that when things are tough, that's, that's generally yeah. when we learn a whole lot. Understand that there are seasons of life and knowing where to be patient and where it's important to stop and take a deep breath. One of my mantras is always keep focus on what you have control over. Own your career. Just don't wait for it to happen. Express what you want. Tell somebody that you're interested in a particular role. Don't be bashful. You're never done. Barry from the AICPA Women's Conference had a wonderful quote. We need to learn, unlearn, and relearn and empower others to solve their own problems. 
We need to help our people fulfill their potential. We need to care for each other. We need to care for our people. And then we're going to care for our clients. You don't have to do it alone. I just mentioned in the beginning about our wonderful common interest group. Mm -hmm. Share your stories. Listen to your gut. Learn from everybody and learn from every experience. Don't sit and wait for it to happen. Seek your own mentors and sponsors. Know when to take a breath. Be vulnerable. We're not finished. Take responsibility for others to build them and be responsible for building yourself. And what I'd like to end up with, for any of those that know what a terrible uh, artist I am, I can't draw anything (laughs) but stick figures. The second day into the AICPA conference, I ran out to Nicole Andrews and I said, I've got it all in my mind and I've drawn this picture. Don't laugh. And then I shared it with the IND council, but I'm looking at it now in my office. And on the bottom, if you can imagine, I've got terrain and awareness and it's sort of lumpy. And then I've got a zigzag curve going up to the top and it says zigzag because there's ups and downs. Mm There are going to be great days and there are going to be not so great days. But then on my arrow going straight up, I have courage, empowerment, own it, and follow your passion and follow your gut. Say yes. That is fabulous. I wish, would you share that with us? (laughs) Yes, I can send it to graphic design and they can make it pretty. (laughs) I think that would be lovely. How inspiring. You have shared so many Great pearls of wisdom. I was sitting here writing some of them down and I couldn't write as fast. So I look forward to going back and re-listening to this. Well, it's more than my top 10. It's probably my top 20 or 30. And it does come from learning and reading and hearing other great leaders talk about these very subjects. So I don't, you know, claim that they're all, it's just what has stuck with me over the last 25 years as I've gone through this career and I would just say that I look forward to the the next few years. And it's an exciting journey. That's all I can say. It's very exciting. Well, thank you, Nikki. We really appreciate you taking the time out of this busy, busy season to talk with us today and for sharing your leadership and wisdom with all of us through the IND Council. Thank you, Alice Gray. My privilege. Thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG. DHG.